My friends, I want to let you know, I'm proud of you. You made it through another election day. Here we are on Wednesday after Decision Day 2022. Q, really uh, epic MSNBC, CNN, Fox News election music. Uh, we made it through. We do have some good news. We got some bad news. I'm sure you have both if you're a Republican or a Democrat and voted yesterday. That being said, let's chat about what it means specifically for the cannabis space. My name is Elliot Lane, host of Benzinga's Cannabis Daily. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're watching live, drop a hey in the chat. If you're listening to this after the fact. Thank you so much for tuning in. All right. North Dakota, South Dakota, and Arkansas all say no to legalizing recreational cannabis in 2022. Missouri and Maryland say yes. They will be, I believe, states 21 and 22 or 20 and 21. Regardless, we are inching toward a full union of legalized cannabis in the country. That said, what does this mean? Also, John Fetterman, a very pro-marijuana reform candidate in Pennsylvania, also won the day yesterday over Mehmet Oz. Maryland, 65.5% vote yes for legalized adult use cannabis. I believe the total number as it stands now is just under a million uh, that voted yes and somewhere over 500,000 that voted no. If I'm looking at stocks to watch in that state, I'm looking at Merimed, GTI, and Curalit. That's MRMD, GTBIF, and CURLF respectively. There are, of course, other companies there, but specifically Merimed to me is the most interesting of these companies uh, when I'm looking at Maryland, when I'm lo looking at Missouri, I'm actually looking at the private companies. So not investable to, uh, for instance, right now, but C3 Industries, big winner on the day for Missouri. Uh, they are a private MSO. Love, love C3 Industries um, and, and what they're doing there. A Colorado bill to decriminalize and regulate certain psychedelics is currently too close to call as of the recording of this show. And last but not least, for election results, voters in five Texas cities approved local marijuana decriminalization ballot initiatives. This is actually on par with Republican initiatives in the state as they want to uh, lower the incarceration rate in the state. And one way to do that, of course, is decriminalizing marijuana. So when looking overall on the day, cannabis had a fine day it did not have a great day, but we did move forward yesterday, thanks to voters in Maryland, Missouri, and Texas. All right, next up, we have another, another nice little river of earnings reports. Let's race through them here. We have AgriFi to start. They are a major ancillary company in the space. They do design, they do build, they help you grow your strains. They do all the things to be your growing partner. Seven million in revenue for the third quarter, down 55.5% year over year. However, year-to-date revenue is 52.4 million, which is up. 51.4% year over year. The third quarter was particularly weak due to a lawsuit in connection with Bud and Mary's that deferred over $5 million in revenue. That said, I do expect a major bounce back in Q4 from AgriFi. They're a solid company. They've had their ups and downs. Uh, but that being said, this I, I, is probably a down for them and we'll look for them to rebound next quarter. 
Canopy Growth, CGC, been in the news a lot lately, reports their second quarter of 2023. Net revenue is up 7% sequentially and up 10% year over year to $118 million Canadian dollars. Their biosteel subsidiary achieved 299% net revenue increase. Their Canadian medical cannabis division revenues were up 8%. And the divestiture of Canadian brick-and-mortar presence will deliver 70 to $100 million in cost savings. So overall, they are increasing their balance sheet performance, uh, and they are doing so in a very unique way that doesn't necessarily follow the standard cannabis trends. So if you're looking for out-of-the-box thinking companies that were OGs in the industry as well, CGC probably qualifies. Village Farms reports VFF on the NASDAQ reports their third quarter. Sales down $1 million to 71.1 million. Now keep in mind, Village Farms doesn't just grow cannabis. They are a greenhouse provider of produce as well. Tomatoes are a huge source of revenue as well as other produce. Uh, their adjusted EBITDA decreases roughly 9 million to negative 2.2 million. Total cannabis sales were up 14% year over year to 35.5 million, 5 million of which coming from the U.S. market. Ianthus, I-T-H-U-F on the OTC, reports $39.4 million in revenue. That is down 10% sequentially and down 20% year over year. Their net loss is slowing down considerably, though. Uh, so we will look to see how these trends continue in Q4. But the revenue numbers are somewhat um, eye-opening. Chicago Atlantic, last report of the day, REFI on the NASDAQ. They are a REIT and a loan provider in the cannabis space. Total loan commitments of $348.9 million. $330.4 million is currently funded. They have 22 portfolio companies as of the moment. Their net interest income of $12.9 million is up 13.4% sequentially and total net income of $9.8 million on the quarter. That being said, if I'm looking at stocks to watch today, you got to look at those NASDAQ listed ones. CG, actually, most of these are NASDAQ listed ones with the exception of Ianthus. Um, but CGC, I would imagine, uh, will move VFF, um, probably Agrify in Chicago Atlantic as well. Uh, but that being said, if I am a shareholder in cannabis, I'm decently excited about Merimed. I'm excited about Cureleaf and GTI uh, as they continue to move forward in expanding their operations. This is Elliot Lane, host of Benzinga's Cannabis Daily. Thank you so much for tuning in. We will have much more results and coverage around the election on Benzinga.com slash cannabis. Make sure you are reading up. Download the app. There's a whole cannabis news section on there that you need to scroll. Read all your cannabis news whenever you want. Uh, Benzinga in the app store. This is Elliot Lane. Thanks so much. We'll see you again tomorrow. Hey, investors. Thanks so much for tuning in to Benzinga's Cannabis Daily Stock Picks and News Podcast every day pre-market. Uh, once again, this is not financial advice. Please do your own research. We hope we bring you the best and most efficient news for your investing. Continue to find us on Benzinga.com slash cannabis, Benzinga.com slash podcasts, or on YouTube on Benzinga's channel.